0: Welcome back to the Cam Thinks and Hire podcast. I'm Camilla and I'm Tosin. So uh, today's podcast is going to be on preparing and revising for exam, especially as we approach um, exam season for both A-level and university students. So me and Tossin both studied very qualitative subjects. So I study government and tossin studies law.
1: So we've asked advice from different students who study quantitative subjects and Michael will be representing them today as he also studies a quantitative subject. Would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Yes, yes, yes. Hello, everybody. Um, My name is Michael. I study economics. I'm also here at LSE with these two lovely girls. May I say... (laughs) <laughs> i said that under the rest by the way uh, i'm joking i'm joking no, actually love um so yeah i study studied economics as i said um for a levels i did maths further maths economics and politics so i guess i'm really here from the quantitative perspective um and to represent all the guys who do quant and maybe share a few gems on that as well so hopefully i can add value
0: so the way the podcast is going to go today is we're just going to talk about like general tips um, and then talk more about um, studying for your A-levels and then go into studying for university exams. So we'll start with general tips from Tossin.
1: Okay, so I think the main tip I could give is the importance of staying organised. And something that I use to do this is the My Study Plan app. Um on this app you can put in all your modules um and your exam dates and it will basically create a study plan for you um and ensure that you cover all of your modules in sufficient detail before your exams. I also use daily lists and writing down deadlines and plans utilizing the calendar feature on my iPhone to ensure that I know exactly when this piece of work is due, etc. etc. Um and the second tip is covering the syllabus and this can also be done through the My Study Plan app because it will ensure that you get everything done before your exam comes up. Um, And also more generally using course guides and course syllabuses that are offered by the examiners of your subjects.
0: Yeah. So, um, I use, I make my own timetable through the year and just kind of follow that for, um, studying, um, the topics that I've gone over or keeping tracks of the readings that I'm doing throughout the year, just to make sure that I'm, I'm covering every single thing, especially like the main things to read. So what's in the course and, uh, For apps that I use, I use Quizlet, which is very good, like, for short answer questions uh, that you have to memorise. A really good note app that I like is uh, Google Keep, which, um, you know, sets reminders. You can post, like, revision photos, checklists, and have your notes on the go. And um, to help me focus during, um, like, revision, I use the Forest app, which basically um, will block your phone whilst you study. So, um, I find that quite useful. Is that the
1: one where you grow a tree?
0: Yeah, the one where, Yeah. yeah, so you grow a tree.
1: Okay, so we're going to move into the A-level subject and we'll first be starting with A-level tips for quantitative subjects such as maths, economics, stats and business. So, yeah, we're going to give it over to Michael.
2: Yep, um, I will say for the quantitative subjects, one thing I would stress is that practice doesn't make, make perfect. So, um, hopefully, so this is a revision, so hopefully you would have like gone through all your topics already. So, the first, first thing I will do is make revision notes but divide them by topics so um make topic specific revision notes and then after that i'll go on to the um end of topic questions in the textbook as well so i think it's key to break down the topics make sure you understand each topic individually and then move on to more generic past papers so um there was one website that i used a lot during my a levels which was physics and maths tu- physics and maths tutor and um, this is basically like a bank of resources, so they have, like, loads and loads of past papers, and even to a certain extent, they break down past papers by topic. So, essentially, they'll look at all the past papers from the last 10 or 15 years, and then extract questions on specific topics, and then create a past paper specifically on a certain topic. So, that's one way. If there's topics that you're struggling on, like you're a bit weaker at right, than others, then it'll be a good way to kind of um, practice on that and um, honing your skills. Um, and I think it's critical as well, because past papers, when it comes to rev- revising for quantitative subjects, past papers are like, they're so rare and they're a useful resource. So I would say don't really do past papers until like, you feel like you're ready to do them. That way, once you've done them, you can um, have a appropriate or a relevant assessment of where you are at that current stage. So now moving on to exam technique. So um, I've talked a lot about topics already and um, there might be topics in which you're stronger at and topics which you're weaker. So, uh, for instance, um, for me, when I was doing my um, A-level exams, there were some topics that I just knew that I struggled on. And one of them was vectors, right? So what I'll do was I wouldn't spend too much time on the vector questions. I would mainly firstly start with the questions that um, I know I was stronger at. That way I could complete those questions a lot quicker and then spend a lot more time on the topics that I wasn't so strong at. Because I felt like if I had gone through um, those topics straight away, it would have taken up too much time and it would have put me under pressure. So maybe sort of prioritise um the topics that you're better at during the exam and um focus on those first
0: so i'm going to move on to uh, giving advice for qualitative subjects uh for a level so this is based on me studying history politics and economics so i think what's really important with qualitative subjects is trying to understand as much as you can um from the content and um What I used to do is actually start the year with past papers. So finding all the oldest past papers, checking their relevancy, uh, making sure it's the correct exam board and like writing down all the questions and basically seeing where the focus of the topic is. So that when I was going through the year, I'd really know what to focus on. And especially because all the questions have come up before, they're usually just like remixed or sometimes like repeated in a different order. I find that understanding the content along with it being a big memory game, but not exactly like a a regurgitating exercise. So the aim is to not put down everything that you know, but uh, really answer the question with the things that you know. And because there's so much content, there's a lot of content, but you actually need to know as much as you can. So what I would say is, um, yeah, try to remember as much as you can and uh, practice as much as you can. When you actually uh, get into the exam, I would say um, highlight the questions and really break it down uh, because you've most likely seen the question before. So you might be tempted to, uh, for example, like regurgitate what you what you know. But it's very important that you're making sure you're really answering that question like specifically. Um, And then in your practice of these exam questions, make sure that you can try and get them marked. Marked. So I would say like do not miss uh, mocks because they're really a great opportunity for feedback. And sometimes um, like in qualitative subjects like mark schemes don't give you the exact answer because it can be just so subjective. So it's very important to get someone uh, with authority such as like your teacher or even like um, your tutor to uh, really like mark the answers for, for them. Um, Yeah, and then um, there's lots of, like, revision guides available. These revision guides can really be, like, a lifesaver, especially, like, last minute. I've gone into, I've had some topics where, like, I just don't understand it. I'm gonna have to take the exam, so the best thing I can do at the moment is... Really, uh, like revise from like something like a revision guide. And what also sometimes I do is I buy study notes. So you can get like study notes which have um, like example um, answers from the questions. And um, like last minute, I remember like my econ, my last econ exam. I really like could not get my my head around like certain topics such as like inflation or like quantitative easing. So my best bet was literally to study uh, the questions that had already already been prepared and really try to adjust them as possible. But yeah. And also with uh, politics, I think if you study politics, um, you need quite a lot of topical stuff, topical examples. So you need to really be up to date. So I would recommend using um, newspapers such as uh, the FT, The Economist. And if you have an American study, then um, Politico, Politico, USA Today and The Washington Post are very good to give you topical stuff. And then also in the UK, there's uh, the Huffington Post, which has uh, the Paul Vaughn, I think that's how his name is, I'll include that. Um, And that gives you literally a daily breakdown of the five things that you need to know that's gone on on in UK politics today, which can be super useful for your exam, especially if uh, you're studying uh, UK politics in times of Brexit, because you just need to be up to date and understand some of the key stuff, especially the uh, constitutional things.
1: Okay, so a lot of my tips are very similar to Camilla's already so I won't repeat them um, because with qualitative subjects I think one of the most important things is to know how to write clearly um so printing and marking your own work is really really useful marking other people's work like exchanging essays with friends literally learning how to critique every single sentence you write because that's what the examiner will be doing to you um for more facts fact-specific subjects which are also quite qualitative like psychology, sociology. Um, For each topic I would have like a list of key things that you need to know Um, and a really useful and creative way that I did this was creating acronyms um, out of what I need to know. So having the basic facts and creating short words that represent what I'm trying to learn um and I used to make songs out of some of the facts that I needed to know so I take like the first word out of something like if I need to know Queen Elizabeth and um, if I need to learn about Catholicism and I need all of that in a essay then I'll just make a song out of the essay plan it's really useful oh, um and I'd literally just sing to myself in the exam <laughs> and repeat it um so yeah essay plans and always linking back to the question that again links back to being able to write very clearly having like a thesis date sentence which is something that you pick up in university but it'll be very useful to do in your a level just to show that you know exactly what you're talking about in each sentence and in, in each paragraph so starting off your paragraph with your clear argument and also doing personal timed essays so Get the ex- past exam questions and timing yourself writing, time yourself writing essays because one thing about qualitative subjects is that people tend to run out of time so learning how to write in the time is extremely useful. Again like Camilla said giving your teachers some of your written essays getting some feedback on that um, and just ask as many questions as possible and use examiner reports I cannot stress this enough because they will tell you exactly what you need to write in each question and they'll tell you where students slipped up so you don't become one of those students and a fellow higher mentor has suggested um creating mind maps and posters and if you remember things better from visual representation then color coding is really useful and she also suggests putting things on a whiteboard or a 3 sheet of paper whatever works for you so you can get the general gist of the topic and all the important aspects can be set out through the poster Um, and on then specific things on the poster that you need to elaborate on would be on cue cards. Um, For example, Anu would reference the case that links to a particular point in her law studies on the poster. Then her cue cards would have the facts of the case, the issue, and what was held. So yeah, thank you, Anu.
0: So now I'm going to move on to uh, studying at university and revising. So we'll go start again with Michael and um, his quants insight.
2: Yep, so in regards to Quants in uni, it's very similar to quant in A-Level with just a few small um, differences. So I think at uni, what's more important is that um, you understand the methods behind your calculations. So when looking at solutions to problems, actually even firstly, questions are often like solving problems, which often require sort of a step-by-step approach when solving them. So I think what's key is obviously um, attempting the questions, but also when looking at the solutions to problems, that you can't solve you always ask yourself why have they done this calculation so literally like what's their, What's the significance of this particular step if you can understand this methodical approach it will enable you to apply it to a wide variety of questions and boost your success in the exam another thing I'd stress similar to the A level is that practice is key to do really well you need to practice as many questions as possible so for me the way I see it is that the idea is you want to go into the exam and already have an idea of the sort of question that will come up or if whatever question that's come up essentially you've already done it before because you've practiced so many different questions of course that the numbers and the context will be different but the way of approaching it and tackling the question will be very very similar Um, more general tips for uni I would say don't just rely on your teacher's lecture notes Uh, more often than, than not they create their lecture notes from a textbook or an academic paper So one thing I would say is you should try and find the source of that paper and um, just covering the blanks because sometimes the slides can be very, very bare. So if there's things that you kind of need more clarification on, you want to understand a bit more, find the textbook, find the paper and learn directly from the source.
0: Okay, so now on to uh, qualitative subjects in university. So I study government, which is basically politics. Um, And I think for studying for government and like the exam the most important thing is like strategy so the first thing you do at the start is really find someone who's done the course before who's done the modules that you want to do and get an an understanding of what you need to know and what you don't need to know so the course is usually around like 22 weeks and in an exam you're going to be answering like You're gonna be asked 12 questions and you're really only answering like two to three questions, so you don't need to ever know need to know the whole content, just like it'll be just a big waste of time and added stress. So, um, early on during the year, as you do the modules, really be picking and choosing like what you think you're gonna want to take forward. Um, I will say that um like when writing essays and it's very different for everyone like everyone's writing style is different and I can't really give like much advice on that what I will say is like you will definitely develop it through the year um you know speak to your class teachers um, always, also always speak to your lecturers. So a lot of people don't know, but you can actually book office hours and time with your lecturers and, you know, they decide the content. So they really know what they want to see in the exam and discuss your ideas of like people around you on your course. So I would say like the difference between like revising, uh, for A-level and uni is that, um, at uni, like you have to really master the content, understand it, analyse it, be able to critique it and come to a conclusion. So the more you read and understand, like the better your essays will be, the better your argument will be um, and also you need to really have a well structured and clear an argument um, so always um as I also mentioned before like start with a thesis and really follow it through you need to introduce uh, your thesis uh, have a current argument and then destroy the counts argument and um yeah definitely also practice a lot of um the stuff that you study because the exam although like university exams are like quite long so i think my exams like three hours to four hours it goes really fast if you don't know what you're uh, doing you know your arguments need to be formed not when you see the paper but before your exam and then uh, they need to be like really malleable so like you need to really be able to adapt it to the questions that you're answering also re- like also well uh, like understanding the question Um, Yeah, and then also like do past papers a lot of the times it can be the same questions I mean, especially like in political theory like or or just in philosophy There is like you're analyzing a a very strict content There's only so much that can be asked about the content So there's definitely something that's been asked before that you can just uh, they'll probably be asked again
1: Um, And finally, I'm going to talk about law um, And some of these points can be applied to qualitative subjects Again Camilla's points are just as relevant. But some points more specific to law is um, make sure you name drop everyone on the core readings. It's the best way to pick up marks. So if you link everyone from the core readings to your um, essay argument, you will at least get a 2-1 um also with statutes and cases I still use the same method that I used in A-levels which is creating a song out of some of the statutes and cases um and sometimes I link cases to an image to just get my visual memory on board so a good way of doing this is to know the facts of each case because then you'll be more likely to remember it because if it is just a name and a date um memory wise it's difficult for the brain to just remember words without some sort of associated meaning or visual attached to it. So have some sort of understanding of the facts of the case so you can add it to your visual memory. Um, With law as well, it's descriptive as well as analytical. So you need to know the law, but also need to know how to attack it. And a good way of knowing how to do this is using further reading and more importantly making notes from your class so when people usually talk in my class or my seminars I usually write down their views and their ideas and it gives me more material for exam questions when it comes to arguments getting other people's points of views um and also this is a tip that um an old professor of mine gave me he said when you get to the exam And this also applies to A-levels as well. Don't just react to the question. You have to command it. So you don't see the question and then just start writing everything that you know on it. Because that's what a lot of people do. Because they panic. You need to, you know what I mean, if you have to lie to yourself and tell yourself you're in control. And really just try and command the question and where the question is going in order to control your essay. Um, And also, with law, the concepts can be extremely complex. So if you want to get really high marks, it's... um, You need to have a good understanding of the complex concepts and being able to explain it in a concise way is what is going to demonstrate your understanding. Um, To do this, try and practice explaining difficult concepts in the most simplified way, like you're talking to a seven-year-old, and this will also improve your own understanding. And finally, just know how to write really clearly once again. Writing clearly is key for all qualitative subjects and it's excellent preparation for becoming a lawyer um, because you'll be given a lot of tasks such as writing advice documents, So knowing how to write in a clear and concise way will be a skill that you can take on all walks of life.
0: Yeah, so um, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. So what we will do is, because um, a lot of this stuff is very like specific, we're going to add timestamps um, on this podcast and also an article will also follow this podcast just to elaborate more on some of the uh, apps and websites that we provided. Thank you very much, Michael, for joining us today.
2: Thank you very much for having me. Um, it's been a pleasure. Uh, best of luck to all you guys doing your A-levels or going into uni as well. If you have any more questions or queries, you can follow me on Twitter. Yeah. My Twitter name. We'll put that in the
0: description. Put that in
2: the description as well. Um, I've also got a podcast that I'm on as well called Screamers Pod. Um, We'll link that
0: up
1: as well. Yeah, link
2: that for me. We talk about topical issues, contemporary issues as well. So if you're interested in stuff like that, then get involved. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank
1: you guys and best of luck.